Hello, welcome to episode 25 of the Embers Collective podcast. We are Stumble Trip Theatre. I'm Grace Church. And I'm Chloe Young. And this is Fallen Angel, accompanied by Tim Carp. The day it began was a very special day. Oh yes, very special, very special indeed. Believers would say on such a day, surely God is smiling down on us today. Agnostics would say, I'm not sure what it is, but there is something very special in the air today. And atheists would say, well, thank fuck for that. Met Office got its predictions right today. For the sun shone in a forget-me-not blue sky. The leaves danced in the most gentle of breezes. And a single flower raised its marigold head to be bathed in the light and... Drip! Drip! A strange golden liquid. Pouring down, now drenching the flower. Cascading in a warm, steady flow. The golden stream came from a student. His pupils dilated and his skin paled. He turned, zipped up his fly, narrowly avoiding. An Amazon delivery man, whose trolley wheels sliced through the pavement trickles, spraying urine lightly onto a package he passed to. A young receptionist outside of a glass high-rise. She flicked her cigarette and a lump of ash. In the keep cup of a young gentleman twizzling his beeswaxed moustache, as the hot ash sunk beneath the oat milk foam, he was whipped in the face. By the pink pashmina of a young woman who pushed to the front of the queue as the number 16 bus arrived. And as each of them forced their way into the cramped carriage, oat milk splashed onto the polished brogue of a 22-year-old CEO. As he bent down to wipe the offending pool, his umbrella poked straight into the stomach of a swollen ankled pregnant woman. Are you so blind that you can't see that this young lady is pregnant? Oh no, honestly, it's absolutely fine. Please don't well, do it. people haven't been sloshing there. Oh, excuse me, I actually got knocked by the bus behind it's me. It's not time, oh, eh? God, it's so actually embarrassing. Yet inside her stomach, the fetus lay calm. What is wrong no, honestly, with you please, people? Don't, 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 don't I don't have a, a problem. Do you this have a problem? This is why I, I never don't get have a problem. For deep in the distance, the fetus could feel the vibrations of a serene song, a melody beneath the cacophony of voices. It could hear this sound, for the sound was not of this world, and the fetus was not yet of this world. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but this bus will be stopping here as we wait for my colleague Tim to arrive. And if I know Tim, which I think I do, we could be here for up to four minutes. Four minutes! Oh, Typical! Classic! Oh, for goodness sake, Monday exactly morning. what you need on a Monday morning. Time. Every time! Oh. And as they spilled out onto the green, each complained how they would be precisely four minutes and 32 seconds late for Sue's 60th! Yummy mummy Monday meetups! Tina's tri monthly teen talk! Hot pod yoga for the under five months! 
carrots demotion. Oh, mate, oh my god, I'm I can't dead believe I'm gonna miss that. Right, I'm so looking forward to see Gareth getting it stuck to him. Yeah. yeah. They all suddenly stopped. For in the middle of the green, eyes closed, hair dancing in a halo above her head. Her best friend Betty sat at her feet. Stood a young woman, singing. The sixteen from the number sixteen had never seen such a sight. Such beauty. Such grace. Such talent. Sixteen hands slipped into sixteen pockets, and sixteen thumbs swiped left and pressed boop, record. Each felt like this rare moment of grace, beauty and talent had been custom made for them and their Instagram story. Behind them, the next number 16 stopped and coughed out a new crowd who soon saw the same sight and heard the same song, so they, too, stopped. Sixteen more hands slipped into sixteen pockets and sixteen more thumbs swiped left and pressed boop, record. And she continued her song, notes ringing out over the traffic. Thirty-two thumbs swiped, tapped and shared. Ping, 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 like ping. Wow. Love. Love. Ping. Ping. Wow. Oh. Like. G. Ping. Love. Ping. Love. Love. Like. Like. Oh. Like. G. Love. Love. Wow. Ping. So, I believe we are just minutes away from the latest viral sensation. A parmesan, parma ham, pomegranate, artichoke, artisan pizza, abandoned mid-bite. Come on, Tiffany! Baby chinos spilled as toddlers were ripped from their high chairs. So to sum up, it's Tina's top three. We have timekeeping, we have teamwork, and we have- Tina! No, not Tina, that is my name. No, look! How many views? Dry white markers tossed out the window. So, Gary. Gareth. Sorry, Gareth. You should see this not as a demotion, not as a step down, but as an opportunity to focus on certain tasks. Sorry, sir, there's somewhere I've got to be. Contract papers strewn across the floor. Timeouts trampled under feet. Bikes left unlocked. Hard hats flung to the floor. The offices, restaurants, cafes, and shops emptied as everyone fled with the collective desire of capturing a 15-second snippet of beauty, grace, and talent for their own Instagram stories. Excuse me, move out my Excuse way. Excuse me, there's a barrier sensation I to need to, to be. Oh, oh, oh I'm going to be the first one on Instagram story. 16,000 hands slipped into 16,000 pockets and 16,000 thumbs swiped left and pressed boop. Record. Surrounded by an ever-growing army of listeners, she continued her song, raising her voice above the murmurs of such beauty, such grace, such talent. I was a part of the original 16, you know. Well, never mind that. I heard she gets her hair cut at the same place as Sue. I heard Gareth knew someone whose sister's uncle had a thing with her cat. Never mind that. She's got a cracking pair of legs. Oh, what a pair oh, of listen legs. listen to that voice. Wow. Such talent. 
and they just kept on coming, so she just kept on singing. Not wanting to disappoint those who had flocked from the neighbouring boroughs, the suburbs, towns, cities, counties, until, until the entire nation had gathered and was held enraptured by her beauty, grace and talent. Such talent! Betty, in the middle of this, imprisoned by a mass of bodies, looked to her friend and saw the mingling determination and desperation in her eyes. I can't see, came a voice from the back. Neither can I, came another. Lift her up on something. Yeah, can't we stick her up on something? Raise her a little bit higher. Raise her up, Come I can't on. see. A box was thrust into the air above the sea of selfie sticks. And thousands of hands passed the box to the front and laid it at her feet. I still can't see! Came a voice from the back. Neither can I! Came another! Lift her up a bit higher! Raise her up! Come on, I've, I've travelled all the way from Bloody Norwich! Put her on something! Get her a little bit higher! And a crate arrived at her feet. And sixteen hands lifted her onto the box. And sixteen other hands slid the crate underneath. And then tables arrived. And chairs. And ladders. And stairs. And as her makeshift plinth outgrew the trees, she looked down to Betty, who jested at her to come back down. But it was too late to push back against the tide of objects that were being added to her tower. Phone boxes, sheds, greenhouses, front porches, cars and buses, lifting her higher and higher and higher into the sky. She saw their sacrifice as they surrendered their homes to her tower. She saw their dedication as they set up camp at the bottom of her plinth. For something far bigger than her had been created. Something far bigger than she could have ever imagined. She saw them sing together. Eat together. Sleep together. Weep together. But, but she, she stood alone. For up there she couldn't eat. She couldn't sleep. And she had stopped singing a long time ago. The sun beat down on her brow. The birds pecked at her skin. And the wind weathered her soul. And as she reached up to wipe the sweat from her blistered forehead, a clump of hair came off in her hand, which was whipped away by the wind. <gasps> Look what I've caught! A clump of angel hair! I'll have that. <laughs> oh, you double-crosser! <laughs> Seeing the ripples of conflict down below, she surrendered another chunk to calm the masses. As she tore tufts of hair, torrents of tears trickled down her cheeks, which they caught, bottled and drank and pawned for extortionate sums. Angel tears. Angel tears. Get your angel tears. Come and get your angel tears. Appalled and sickened by the frenzy of the fans, Betty decided she would scale the tower. The crowd saw her dedication and sacrifice, so they followed in suit. And they climbed and climbed, crawling over one another like a box of rats, until they felt a teetering. And descending frantically, they watched the tower sway. What luck!
for serendipitously she had landed on a fan's blow-up mattress. Which had popped with the impact. Obviously. Naturally. Palms sweating. Hearts thumping. Teeth bared. Hands slipped into pockets. And thumbs thumb swiped left and... Poker. What? Poker. You poker. No, poker with your selfie stick. <gasps> poke, poke. <gasps> oh, for goodness sake, Gareth. Poke, 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 Emaciated frame. Weeping sores. Hollow eyes. Her last three hairs blew wistfully in the wind. Pluck, pluck. Her last hair blew wistfully in the wind. Pluck. Her bald head did very little wistfully in the wind. Oh, gosh! What has she done to herself? Gosh, did she not eat up there? I'd say she peaked too soon. Got a bit too big for her boots. She wasn't even wearing boots. Idiot woman. Idiot woman, ideas above her station. Gosh, attention went to her head. Her bald head. Oh, frightful. No hair, no, no assets. assets. <laughs> I wonder if she can even sing anymore. Oh. Can, can she sing? Betty, who was clawing her way through the crowd, heard in the distance... A rasping, followed by a warbled note. Then her best friend burst into song. She sings! She felt thousands of hands on her body as they crowd surfed her back onto the box where it all began. And scrambling through the debris, they unearthed a lamppost which they gaffer taped her to. They found a broom to hold up her arms. They taped her face into a grin. And using double-sided sticky tape, each as a generous gesture of self-sacrifice, offered up their clump of hair. And then they poked her with their selfie sticks, so she would keep singing, keep singing! Come on, keep singing! Sing for us! Betty watched in hopeless horror. Sing, singing! Come on, sing! We love you! Oh, I love you! I love you so much! Sing! Oh, we love you! I must say, she's not what she was. She's definitely not, is she? She's, um, she's scaring the kids. Shall we, um, raise her up again? Yeah, let's stick her back up there. She's lost her sparkle. Yeah, you know, I think she's sort of lost her... Her je ne sais quoi, yes. Uh, she's lost her... Innocence. Yeah, she's really lost, you know, just all those... Uh, Assets. Yeah. She's lost her... um Star quality. She's, she's lost... lost it. it. Oh, gosh, it's pissing it down. Who would want to be stood out here in this... The rain poured down on the forlorn figure atop her plinth. And little by little, the gaffer tape lost its stick. (gasps) 
sad face emoji. Sad face. Devastated. A fallen angel. Such an angel. Such beauty. Such grace. Such talent. Struck down in her prime. Cut down at the height of her career. People's princess. I can't believe it. Life can be so cruel. The hordes gathered around her plinth and they covered it in painted images of her in her former glory. Her silhouettes in bold yellows and blues and pinks. They held vigils, wove wreaths, lit candles and pawned off bottles of her tears at even more extortionate sums. Angel tears, angel tears. Betty returned every day to lay flowers at her friend's unknown grave watering it with tears until one day she arrived in the copse clutching sunflowers and she saw a small child dancing in the exact spot where she had buried her friend betty hadn't seen such a likeness in a very long time she sat and she basked in the child's beauty grace and talent until a passerby soon saw the same sight so they too stopped their hands slipped into their pockets their thumbs swiped left and pressed record Thanks, Grace and Chloe. That was amazing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your process of making these stories? Sure. We sure can. <laughs> so this one in particular, we took um, inspiration from... Um, Banksy. Banksy from Dismoreland, which we went to see back in the day. We also looked a lot at um, old fairy tales. So mm. in particular, we looked at... Hans, Hans Christian Andersen. So the beginning that says, you know, everyone would say God was smiling down on us today. We put our own kind of modern twist on that. Mm. Yeah, and also looking at those fairy tales and the... Um, dark twisted nature of them as well so looking at the original tales even though now they've been kind of warped into this sort of Disney uh, very sparkly and shiny version easily of what these... digestible exactly exactly but like the root of them was really really dark yeah um, if anything we we weren't we weren't as dark as we could have been mm. for this one yeah um but yeah we wanted to kind of get get into that more kind of grotesque absurd world um which which can talk about the extremity of kind of pop culture mm. and our treatment of young, especially yeah. female talent. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just before we go into the the actual themes of the story, just to be clear to the listeners, um, you two have your own theatre company, I guess you'd call it, mm. yes. theatre group. Yeah. Theatre company. What, what would you describe yourself as? Don't let me do it. So, theatre company. <laughs> theatre company. Physical theatre troupe. Yeah, we started creating work together. We went to a, a school together, a clown school in Paris, which is where we met. And Called then... the Lecoq School, the Jacques Lecoq School. Mm. Um, and since then, we've basically been creating physical theatre shows. We've got a very similar se- sense of humour, which comes from 
lots of silliness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the beginning of our adventure together. Mm. We've nice. done a couple of shows um, and we tend to do full length theatre shows, which include clowning and song and dance and all sorts. And these are things that you've written yourselves? Yes. Written, written, yes, written. Uh, asked around in rooms quite a lot. And yeah. a lot of what we do is very physical. So when initially Sam Ricks approached us and suggested that we write a story, both of us were thinking, oh, but we're not we're not storytellers. Yeah, Forgetting that we do tell stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was. It was quite it was quite intimidating, especially because we thought Embers was so amazing. <laughs> and then um and then we realised that everyone has a story to tell and everyone can tell a story. Um it's just finding what you want to say and how you want to say it. And finding your unique voice as well, right? That's what's great about Embers as well, that each person that tells a story has a very specific way of doing it. So it was nice for us to be able to find our voice within the storytelling world. Um, which is kind of backed with quite a lot of physicality and things. Yeah, I remember um, before the, I'd even met you guys and, and Rixie was like, oh, we've got Grace and Chloe coming, they're a kind of clown. And I and I was like, well, we, haven't, we don't do that. What's, <laughs> what's going on? And then I saw you do your piece. I remember we were in Balabam and I just saw you do your piece and I was absolutely blown away. Aww. And I was, I was just so excited that, that I got, I, I had the opportunity to, to score some music to to this amazing thing that that involves yeah storytelling mm. but physicality and comedy and had and you ever dance. done anything like that before kind of accompanying dance or movement i've done a i've done a little bit yeah um but just nothing i mean this was like all of the worlds put together it was mm. me getting to improvise with dance with storytelling with song mm. it, it it was just such a treat and and that was that was a herbaceous kitchen invasion, invasion which yes. you haven't heard yet. <laughs> Coming <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> um, and um, and now we've had a chance to, to work on three different pieces with you. And yeah. The match made in heaven, Stumble Trip and, and Tim. Tim it's quite amazing as well, though, when you can get all these different worlds that can collide together to create this thing it's been so exciting for us as well to be able to because it inspires you in different ways as well then doesn't it so you don't we can kind of end up growing with other people like with other collaborators which Mm. is awesome Mm. so should we talk a little bit about the the story itself um and kind of what it means for you for you two Mm. yeah Mm. i can't remember why we started talking about started thinking about this i feel like we'd been watching various documentaries yeah um and also i'd listened to podcasts that was also talking about this sort of cycle of um well like female kind of worship that gets taken to this sort of dark place yes sort of in the pop culture world is specifically i remember i'd watched whitney the mm. documentary and then the one on jade goody and obviously there's amy amy winehouse film yeah. and it just seemed that there was this kind of trajectory this 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 path this thing that just keeps on happening um where someone who they really are is not aligned with who they're presented to be and a lot of people experience this on a small level, you know, with social media and having to put on a face in, in their lives or their jobs. And how deeply damaging that can be when people get a false impression of who you are and they begin to worship that. Mm. Um, and how that literally leads to them to death. Yeah, totally. It was interesting then looking at the like juxtaposition of how we present 
females in stories, so for instance in fairy tales and in Disney fairy tales, and then how we project them in reality and in the press, um, these kind of like polar opposite images that we portray of women that are on such extremes. Mm. Um, Do you mean like the... So like you'd the see, angel and and the like the hot mess exactly so like, you'd see Cinderella and then you see Britney Spears and you're trying to get a picture of her as she's having a breakdown in a salon so it's like these are the things that we decide to give to people can only be one or other to interest us basically I, I think we also always get interested in just like zooming in on just like humanity like for instance there's in all of our shows there's always a moment where we're kind of like in a public place and you see all these different characters that have to come together for instance on the bus where you've got like mm. this sort of hot pot of all these different people that come from all these different places that are kind of having to rub shoulders mm. um mm. so inspired by urban dwelling life i suppose mm. and all the things that kind of piss you off but are really funny on the tube and day-to-day life yeah we like to um amplify and exaggerate that and obviously with the physicality just make it really silly yeah 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 there's a very um dystopian sense i always get in your in your stories especially this one Mm. um you know this there's there's something that you've you've caught really well which is the um, when when you see it live, it makes much more sense. But you're slowly reaching into your pocket for the phone. That movement. Mm. I mean, you see it all the time. You do it. I mean, you I do, do it. it all the time. You know, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and I started noticing it like when there's a gap in in um, my attention or, yep. or in what's happening in my day to day, and I and I feel my hand reaching to my <laughs> pocket. And why? Why? Yeah. It, it could even be a break in a conversation. Yeah, totally. That I'm having with someone. Oh, but 100%. I still. It's, it's but we live in this really like voyeuristic world as well now like everything we're kind of like sneaky peeking through like instagram and stuff we're always totally. kind of like like having a little um got our binoculars on looking through someone into somebody else's world um so it explores that as well it's the question of who are you living who are you living your life for um you know through. when in the, when the people are rushing to see this viral sensation <laughs> why is it to actually genuinely see her and worship her or is it because they need it for for their own status and because everybody else is running past so therefore you're going to run after them and the idea with fame and and fans and the worship of of talent it's like the closer proximity you can have to that person if you can get a bit of them if you can get their autograph a photo it's like you snatch a little bit of their soul and that makes you more powerful and have more status Mm. and more important so but then it you know, it absolutely tears apart the person it's happening to. Totally. It's interesting because I guess we've always done that as humans as well, though, right? We've always, like, worshipped people mm. or we've always been, like, influenced by our surroundings we as well. We need idols, don't we? We need idols and we and we kind of... Pop idols. Yeah, and through our community as well, we kind of follow each other like sheep as well. Um, so pack, men- pack mentality and totally. mob mentality, I think, which is something very kind of prolific what's and interesting at this time. So um, should we talk a little bit about what you guys are planning for the next year? Yes. <laughs> We're always making grand plans. Which <laughs> sometimes are executed. Sometimes not. Well, we actually just got... Um, we've just been working very hard on an application to get some funding for our next show, which we are pleased to announce has been successful. Finally came through! get some money um which is great so that that's for a show called frills and spills and it's an absurd 
cabaret that includes clowning and singing and dancing and all sorts of nonsense, um, which explores power, privilege and class. Um, so, yes. Mm. That's what we'll be doing in January. Straight mm. after the new year, we launch straight into a residency. And we're doing all sorts of things within that with thanks to the Arts Council. So we're, we're running um, a kind of a talk, a group sharing on privilege and what that means. And we're, um, we're working at Shoreditch Town Hall and Camden People's Theatre. And then we'll be doing some performance dates at the Wardrobe in Bristol and in Camden People's Theatre with this show. In February. In February. Okay. Where can we find the dates for those? So this will be on our website, which is stumbletriptheatre.com. <laughs> on our social media yes. at stumbletriptheatre. Stumbletrip. Stumbletrip. Stumbletrip Theatre TC. Um, yeah. And also, we want to try and get these stories into a show and on the road with you, yeah. Tim Carl. Yeah, well, we've, we've got a date, don't we? Yes. yes oh, we yes, of course. I love the way he has to which, which the venue is, is TBC. Venue it's, is it's, TBC. Yes. It's going to be one of two places. Yes. Um, which. I need to talk to you guys about actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we won't do it on air. Yeah. Um, but it'll be on the 19th of January exactly. in East London somewhere. Exactly. Sunday the 19th. And it will be a, a whole show dedicated to the works of Stumble Trip and Tim Carr. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we amazing. should probably also say a massive thanks to the Embers who've started our kind of like storytelling, launched our career and loaned us Tim. Yeah. It would be nothing without you. Thank you very much, well, that's guys. that's not true, but <laughs> it's, been, it's been, yeah, a real, a real pleasure to, to see this side of art. Um, and if you want to see what these guys do live, please come down on the 19th of January to somewhere in East London. Somewhere in East uh, London. <laughs> we'll let you know. And stay tuned for the next episode, um, which will also feature the wonderful Grace and Chloe from Stumble Trip. So thanks for coming in today. Thank you so thank much you. for having us. It's yeah, been a pleasure. You. It's been great. Thank you so much. No worries. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Very cute. And oh, nice. so fun.